2: Welcome inside episode 533 of the Locked On Senators podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Alongside Brandon Piller up in the Blue Mountains after a Sens loss. Yes, the three-game win streak is over. The Senators fall
1: 3-2 to the Nashville Predators. Tough loss. A couple of point streaks get extended from some big stars though. And speaking of stars... Brady Kachuk goes out of his way to make a special night for a young fan. We'll tell you what that story
2: is. And the young fan's father, Matt, is our Sen Central citizen. So stay tuned for all that, plus a full weekend preview. This is the Locked On Senator Podcast, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Senators your first listen on this Friday, April 8th And Pilsy. Good thing there's a pair of games on the weekend, because I don't want to sit on this one for too
1: long. Yeah, this was a tough one. The Sens give up the lead late, and yet again, up against the Nashville Predators, Ross, they show that they can hang tight with big, tough, physical, playoff-contending teams. I, I really thought, if not for, once again, UC Sorrow shutting the door, the Sens could have had a W here.
2: Yeah, it was a really solid performance for Saros in this one. He stopped, what, three breakaways?
1: Three breakaways, yeah.
2: Yeah, he had 32 saves, or sorry, 27 saves on the night, but ultimately the quality of those 27 saves were tremendous. He showed that he can stand tall, and that's the main reason why the Preds are where they are. Also, Matt Duchesne, what more can you say about him? He opens the score and gets an assist as well. He's got 37 goals on the year. So yep. their big boys came to play. Roman Yossi had three assists set a franchise record for most points by in a season. Not by a defenseman Pillsy. Yeah. Most points in a season, and there's still more than ten games left.
1: Yeah, and at the pace he's going with he is going to shatter that record. Like he passed Paul Korea of all people. So you gotta give stick taps to uh Duchesne and Roman Yossi like and UC Saros. Like that's just a team that's farther along than you that's going to beat you with veterans like that that know how to get the job done
2: yeah the first period was more physical than the rest
1: of the game 11
2: combined shots in the first period 6-5 Ottawa led on the shot clock in each period beyond that Ottawa had 10 shots in the second alone and then the rest of it were all more shots than there were combined in the first period. Nashville had 18 in the second, 11 in the third, and then Ottawa had 13 in the third period as well. But this one was tied after 40 minutes because Mattia Joseph stayed hot. Like, what more can you ask from this guy? Just dominating whatever line he's on, really, once he was moved away from Chris Tierney.
1: Yeah. Weird how that worked. eh? And yeah, he extends his point streak. Now 10 points in his last four games. Not bad for a guy coming to a new team here. And you got to give stick taps to Branny for that pass on that goal because Branny moves pucks and that's exactly what he did there. An amazing pass and Joseph finishes it off.
2: Were you surprised that there was no challenge for offside?
1: I I thought they were looking at it, and John Hines was kind of like telling the ref, like, hold on, hold on. But I guess ultimately they decided not to challenge it, similar with what DJ Smith did on uh, the Johansson goal, because there was a possible high stick. He thought maybe he touched it, but there was enough evidence that uh, it wasn't clear. So they decided not to uh, go for that goal-disallowed goal challenge either. So it kind of worked out both ways. Yeah, and later on
2: in the game, is that what you're talking about? The the high-sticking play where... He, Johansson's yeah, goal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that ultimately becomes the game winner. It's tough. But they gave it, the goal, to Johansson. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I guess hey, it cancels itself out in a sense. They both count at the end of the day, Matthew Joseph. And you know what? At this stage of the season, maybe it's more important to get some individual milestones instead of... Of the uh instead of worrying about oh man, should we challenge this with two minutes left and maybe get a point? Although the Sens had won three straight games against Nashville at home, and all three of them went to overtime. Thought that was interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. They play them close, even even the uh, game before wasn't that big of a win for Nashville either. So the Sens are and you've got to also respect that they're down two players, Batherson, their best forward Gambrell, a shutdown guy and Castlick and Reinhardt Reinhardt. It's his NHL debut. And the guy hasn't even got a practice in with the team cast. He's just coming up from Belleville too. So they were really at a disadvantage. They had to play Chris Tierney for crying out loud. That's how <laughs> down and out they were. So the Sens were at a disadvantage here yet. Once again, DJ Smith is able to get the most out of his boys and, Forsberg gives this team a chance to win. Ultimately, they just can't get it quite done.
2: Yes, well, how about Josh Norris getting his 31st goal of the season? Is 35 the the milestone tracker for him? Because we're looking at – we're trying to get Brady to 60 points. He's at 53 right now. We're hoping Timmy can recover from his knee injury. Yes, Yes. Habs fans, it's an injury. And if you think a guy embellishes after he missed a game, I had my little Don Cherry rant yesterday just saying that If his name is Tim McGloin or whatever from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, everybody's talking about how tough he is. Well, tonight, guess what? Matthias Ekholm gets boarded into the corner. He's down for a couple seconds. He gets up. He's on the power play. Nobody said anything because he's a big physical. Outrage no yeah it didn't bother me as the fan of an opposing team but habs fans are built different and we'll let them sleep until april 23rd we'll wake them up right now or we'll wake them up then we'll uh we'll leave them for now is what i meant to say so um josh norris 31st goal of the season is 35 a a good target for him
1: yeah i would say so and i'd say pretty good chance he hits it so yeah it wouldn't surprise me at all josh norris he's he's such an amazing shot. Like, he's able to pick up that broken play and just right away, without thinking, boom, gets it on net and is able to beat Soros, which is not an easy feat, as the senders have figured out, as Josh Norris has figured out, Ross, as Saros shot stopped, like, three of his patented one-timers on the power play, two in the same shift. And Josh Norris is probably thinking, what the hell's wrong with my stick? That's usually an automatic goal, but that's a hot goalie. Yeah, it really was a hot
2: goalie tonight. For more on this game, head to the postcast. You can find it wherever you download your podcast, including on our YouTube channel, where we go live after each and every Senators game, including a pair this upcoming weekend. The Senators are in New York at Madison Square Garden on a Saturday night, and then they're playing at home against Winnipeg on Sunday. So we're going to preview those games after a great Central Citizen timely as well. We talked to Matt McGloin just minutes after he arrived home from an extremely special night.
1: Yeah, it was a special night for his family. His daughter wrote a letter to Brady Kachuk and a whole lot ensued after. I'm going to leave that as a little tease and uh, you can hear from uh, that secondhand experience as uh, Matt was able to watch his daughter meet the captain of the Ottawa Senators.
2: We'll get to that Sun Central citizen right after a word from our friends at Built Bar. Yes, this is the time of year where you've probably given up on your New Year's resolution. You probably don't even remember it at this point, but don't do that this year. Stick to it by eating right. That's how I do it because my New Year's resolution was to eat more Bilt Bars. Built Bars are the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And if you get tired of eating the same thing over and over again, Built Bars are for you because they come in so many different flavors, you'll never get bored. And then if you don't even want a bar, you want to try something completely different. They have Built Bar Puffs. It's literally a protein-infused marshmallow. What else can you ask for? Not just a protein bar, they're also a treat and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Go see all the flavors for yourself online at built.com. They're low in calorie, they're high in protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They're better. Typical candy bar can be anywhere from 2 to 300 calories. Not a Built Bar. BuiltBar.com, scroll down to the macros chart and you'll be blown away. You'll see everything that makes them what they are. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste first and then they figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every single time. So go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order at Built.com. All right, Pilsy. So the Ottawa Senators fall 3-2 to the Nashville Predators, but it's not all sad news in Sensland. land. Let's get to this week's Sens yes. Central citizen. It's Matt McGloin. All right, we now welcome on this week's Send Central citizen, a man who had a very busy past 48 hours. And we'll, we're pleased to be joined by Matt McGloin. You can follow him on Twitter at TrueFanNet. Matt, been a wild couple of days, hasn't it?
0: Yes, it has. It's been crazy.
2: So we no are going to start this out as we do each and every Send Central citizen, kind of build up to what you got to experience the last 48 hours. How did you initially become an Ottawa Senators fan?
0: Oh, geez, that dates back a while now. Um, pretty much I got hardcore once I moved to, officially moved to Ottawa. Um, when I was younger, I was a fan of almost all hockey games, pretty much all goalies. I was a big-time goalie fan, played it myself. Um, so moving to Ottawa just got me into all the games because you're right there, and it, it took off from there. Like I think um, I uh, worked for a company. They had box seats. We went almost every game, and it just kind of – Kept going and going. And I, I don't know, probably within two years of uh, being in the area, I was diehard. Never, never went back to another team. <laughs> I was a big time Chris Neal fan. He, he was my, pretty much my all time favorite. Hey, well, uh, since you're a goalie, and I feel like we've
1: been getting a lot of goalies as Send Central citizens lately, Ross. Uh, yes, they've been kind. coming out of the woodwork here. Yeah. Hashtag goalie friendly show. You mentioned Chris Neal was a guy you love. How about the Tendies? Who was
0: uh, your favorite guy in the crease for the Sense? Uh, I had a hard time with Aleem. <laughs> I used to watch, him, but I used to always get like, sure. ah. you know. Um, I really liked uh, um, Emory. Emory was big and Leonard. It yeah. was tough. We went through such a cycle of goalies, and and uh, but when Anderson hit, I kind of I find fell in with him, and uh, I backed him up. And a lot of friends were like, "Oh, he's you know he's not that good, not that." But I always found he was pretty solid, you know. And 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 for us, like you know, as a team trying to put. The right pieces in place like you got a guy like him come in he just solidified the back end we never really had you know i was i could never understand why some people were so frustrated all the time <laughs> there was much much worse goalies out there than than uh, than him so i don't know that, to me that was my the big one but now i know i'm on the i'm on the forest bird train big time i really, really enjoy him and what he's doing and um i'm looking forward to the young guys coming up the soul guards the even the Gustafson, like we got so many options. It's going to be, it's going to be pretty impressive.
2: Yeah. And you know, with the way goalies are one year, they can be solid the next year, maybe a step back. So when you have a wide variety of guys, you know, one guy can step up more. I want to ask you who your favorite captain is in Sens history, but I have a feeling that one in particular is pulling on your heartstrings a little more than the others right now.
0: Well, I I would have to say Alfie. Like, I mean, going back and forth. No, I mean, just from, a fair answer. It's a <laughs> <very> <laughs> you there. Not yeah. many people
2: have to get defensive when they're saying Alfie's their favorite sense captain.
0: But I have pushed on to the tachuk chain pretty early once he once, like once he was in the system, I had said for, from day one it's going to him. Like, you know, the debate was there. We all talked about it. Everybody wondered, "Oh, is it going to be Shabat? Is it going to be Tkachuk?" I knew right away. It wasn't going to be anybody else and and it took as long as it took because they were just waiting they were waiting for the right time to make sure he was ready and then he was signed. And And I think they did the right thing. And he's after after everything that I've been through in the last 24 to 48 hours, it's just that, sort of, you know, you can totally see why he deserves to have it. Bills, you want yeah. to get into
1: it? Yeah, well, uh, let's get right into it. Uh, for those maybe that haven't uh, followed along on Twitter, uh, Maddie, maybe you want to just kind of start with how this whole story got going and um your your daughter mira the the big star of the show she gets to meet the captain brady kachuk and uh it all started with a heartfelt letter to the captain
0: yeah uh so earlier this week uh right at the beginning of the week actually i was getting ready to sit down and watch the Sens game and uh i was going through before the game i was going through my daughter's homework book and she had a a letter in, in it with like a grade on top like she got her marks from her teacher I was trying to figure out what it was and pull it aside and I look and underneath is a letter that she wrote dated February and it was like I'm reading the whole thing I'm like holy cow like this is really cool I had no idea apparently her classroom had an assignment where they were supposed to pick somebody that they wanted to write a letter to and they were going to mail that letter and see if they ever get a response that was kind of the whole purpose of the project I don't even know if the mailing it out was even the key thing. It was more the writing part, doing it and and setting it out, you know, for their kids their age. Um, But they did. They apparently mailed them all out, but they took that copy of each letter. Parents got to get it home. So when I read it, I was like, wow, this is impressive. So she was already um, in bed that night. So I just decided to take a picture of it, which I did. And I sent it to a couple people and I thought, you know what, I'm Mm going to go to the sense Twitter here and just fire this off and see what happens. I I, I wouldn't mind, like at least letting them know that you know this was written. It'd be interesting to know if he even seen it or if he even got it back because I I don't know who they mailed it to. I would imagine the sends maybe, but yeah. So that's really where it started, and it just kind of picked up from there. You know, a couple people saw it, like Twitter does. It just kind of caught on fire there, and everything just kind of went from there.
2: So did the organization then uh, reach out once they saw it, type thing?
0: It didn't start with that actually. No, Um, there. Uh, one one of the ladies at work at the Sens, Bonnie, she she reached out to me and said that she would help because I mentioned we were going to be at the game, and she said she would help get us down to the glass for warmups. And I thought this is awesome, like thank you very much. And then I had another uh, guy, Scott. He reached out to me. He's a season <laughs> ticket holder and has glass seats, and he offered to uh, exchange my seats. Awesome. And, which you know, we got back and forth on that. And that's what he did. He actually put us in these amazing seats down at the glass. And then uh, I got a message from Jackie, and uh, she's part, she's a host on the NHL network. and she the reason why she reached out to me is because she was actually interviewing Brady that day, and they were getting, like within the next couple hours of seeing the nose, So she said she's going to actually talk to him about it and see if he perfect. Sees it. And from that point on, it just kind of flew and, and people were going, and everyone was seeing it and stuff. So she sent me a message and said that she spoke to him and uh she was going to send me the thing in the morning they were having to f- do the final editing or whatever but she was going to send it to me in the morning I thought oh, that's really neat um but then i got the message from the sentence they said that brady uh wants to meet her and uh really appreciated everything and, and that was that that really was the turning point we're like oh wow this this is pretty neat like you know to, to see it go- start from just a simple little tweet to end up being right there meeting him like it was it was quite an experience I have to say like kind of a whirlwind thing we got there they had us sound the glass um they were shooting the whole thing videotape and we had people around it was kind of kind of crazy <laughs> um but she had a great time and that, that was the end of it like, like he came down and introduced himself and he was such a classy guy you know you'd for for such a young captain you'd think he was in his 30s like he just yeah. seemed to have he has all the, all the characteristics of a great captain. So I think he's going to be somebody that this team, you know, will won't be able to live without for a long time. <laughs> it's pretty impressive.
2: Yeah. Well, the Sens already tweeted out that video. It's part of their breakaway series. And so she, she went down to the glass and then what they ushered her in. Cause it was in the tunnel, right. On the way to the locker room that you actually got to meet him.
0: Yeah. So we were out at the glass first. Um, we were told at first they were going to try to get us in to see him before the actual warmups. Uh, and then they changed the plan and said, well, meet us right after the warm-up ends, uh, before game time. So we were like, no, no problem. So we'll just do whatever you guys want to do and we'll, we'll make it work. So they kind of heard us over. We sat down just behind the bench and then they led us down into the tunnel. So we got to see all the warm-ups, and he came over and he kind of waved at everybody. And there was a lot of kids there. So it was awesome. We actually got to see Hammonick's kids and Watson's daughter. They were nice. right there with us. So they were all at the glass. Um, so that was pretty cool. And then, uh, Then we went into the tunnel. So we were in there waiting. We got to see all the players kind of come in one by one, throw their gloves. And uh, then he came down, just kind of, hey, guys. Like, you know, as you see in the video, basically it was right from there. He just came in, was very thankful, gave her the jersey. We swapped that. He signed it. It got him to sign mine for me. Awesome. And then um, he, like, once that was over, the kind of everything was dispersing. We were like, okay, so I guess we'll I was helping her get her stuff on. We were reading the letter, and then he came back. He's like, I totally forgot to take pictures. So he jumped in and he did big pictures with awesome. us. Also, so he took pictures with my with Mira, but my other daughter Alice, and then me and my wife as well. He's like, Oh, you guys want in? So we did that.
2: That's unbelievable. So he went and got you because he didn't think he had done enough after giving what a letter, yeah. a jersey, hat. I believe you yeah. got a stick there too. Now I want to focus on the letter though. So what in Mira's letter, and everyone can go at, at TrueFanNet, uh, Matt tweeted out the photo of the original letter, and it was asking to write back. So, sure, Brady goes above and beyond and does all these things. But not only that, he answered the letter. To me, that was really where, you, sure, you yeah. can be a captain, you can go above and beyond, but he had to sit down and actually think about what he was going to write. And I, I don't know, at his he's born in what? 2000 I don't know how many letters he's written in his life so to to do that like that had to be pretty special for Mira and I mean for you and your whole family as well
0: yeah so Chris actually sent me a message I didn't this this is a photo he's you might be able to kind of see it of Brady at the table
1: <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's writing line in the
0: principal's office or something that's good <laughs>
2: he he's like it's almost uh, like bart Bart simpson where he's like writing the same phrase on the on the chalkboard that face that's
0: great it was pretty classic actually and uh his letter i know i have it here yeah
2: you got it there we need to see brady's penmanship we gotta roast him on (laughs) this one
1: Hey, he uses his hands uh, for chucking nucks, not
0: uh, what do you call it? calligraphy. So we'll give him a pass on that one. It's it's not as clear as I could make it, but you can kind of see it there. It's all oh, folded, yeah. it's all folded Love up. it. it Look like it. a note you get from a school, like in the school kind of thing. It was all folded. Is, that, is
2: that cursive?
0: No. I don't think no, it is. No, no, no. It's just <laughs> definitely not.
2: He's using size three font. Just tell Brady can use the whole uh, the whole in might- between the lines there, eh? Yeah that's fast, i'll, uh, fast, I'll right. be
0: putting it on twitter eventually but it was just awesome because the way he ended the letter just said your friend brady to chuck yes hope awesome. you enjoy the sense game and you had a great first sense game like my daughter was, was ecstatic she couldn't be more happy so so now good. your daughter can
1: go to school the next day and show hey I mailed my letter. I got one back. Where's my A plus at? Like that, I don't think it gets much better than that. Like you got to get an A plus there, especially when it's the captain of uh, the team in your local area. So what what was uh, what was her reaction?s We've kind of got how you feel about this, but what was Mira's reaction
0: to all of this? Oh, she's she's a uh, she's kind of shy at times but so i was kind of surprised i mean it's how, a lot of spotlight on her that's a big it deal it was and I, I wasn't sure how she was going to handle it she actually yeah, was quite yeah. I mean, she she just smiled she turned she gets these big grin like when she smiles a lot you don't even see her eyes it's just two big moons it looks like <laughs> i always that say awesome but, yep. and she like she just yeah i couldn't uh i couldn't keep her smile keep her from stop smiling all night it was amazing
2: oh my god
0: that's that, that.
2: that's fantastic like it doesn't get any better than that especially like it was a tough loss. You're leading in the third period. They give up two goals. They lose. But I'm sure it was still those half-moon eyes in the car ride on the way home, though, eh?
0: Yeah, until they went closed and they all fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and for you as a parent, that, a nice that's rainy. your
1: greatest wish right there come true. <laughs> no kids screaming in the background. You bring them okay. home. They're ready for bed right away. Thank you, Mr. Kachuk.
0: Yeah, no, it was a perfect night. <laughs> so now yeah,
2: he, Al- now Alice has to write one to, to Shabby for the next game.
0: Yep. Yeah, you <laughs> oh, got to work on her penmanship there, but that, uh, that'll be something in <laughs> <at the moment. laughs> so no, he, he outdid himself. I was just uh, going to say, yeah, he outdid himself because he ended up uh, giving yeah. both my daughters a puck from practice. She got a game puck mid-game. They, uh, I think it was Connor Brown, actually. I was down, somebody was messaging me, and I looked down, but I didn't see it, but they skated over, pointed at us, flipped it over the boards, and when I looked up, it was coming right from my daughter's head. I caught it in the air <laughs> dad reflexes you gotta yeah, love that it's like one of those videos you see on youtube that the dad saves a kid <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so that, that was pretty awesome and then everyone around me yeah they were pointing at you I was like okay perfect <laughs> no, that's so not- much going on right but yeah so he she got a jersey uh to chuck jersey with he signed a hat signature and one of his actual sticks which is pretty neat
2: that's super cool I absolutely yeah. love that. Uh, before we let you go, Matt, we got to get your take on the game. You had boots on the ground. Like, what was it like? I mean, you had a pretty unique view perspective, right up on the glass. Like, how did the game go outside of all the extracurriculars?
0: From what I was able to watch, it was pretty pretty awesome. Like being in that corner, it's amazing when they're right there. But then when it's all in at the other end, you're looking through layers of glass, and you're up. You're you're watching through the top, right? So, I mean, it it was kind of tough. Plus, I'm talking to my daughter a lot. She's asked me a lot of questions. So, I'm trying to explain a lot more stuff. And then I had people behind me asking me questions. (laughs) So, as much as the game I got to watch was probably everything that happened in our end. So, I got to see most of the goals. I I mean, Brady had a great tough game that my daughter was very impressed. Spent a lot of time in the box. <laughs> uh, like, There's a lot of fighting in this game. I was like, yeah, it's a, it's a great game.
2: Sends hockey, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, I mean, you're a Chris Neal guy, so that should be all, all we like. Yeah. And
0: Ray Emery.
1: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I think I, we uh, know uh, I, Maddie's style of hockey. Yeah, I thought just from what I was watching, though, Joseph had a great team again. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He He's a stud. Against, I know. And Watson had a pretty awesome game from where he was in the, in the spots that I was watching and could see him. Yep. and um, and I'm trying to think of what else, who else really stood out to me. But those, those are the two key ones, just because I, I think I got to see them a lot. We, we were in our end, in that end, they just seemed to be in the play in that end a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: Hamonic too. Hamonic, man, he's he's in the right place at the right time. It's just nice. Yeah, I can't complain. You know, at of all at the beginning, so many people wondering why we did what we did. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with the way that's turned out so far.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Pills, you got anymore? Any more? I just think this is yet another example. Like, it, what it seems like hours ago that Brady was out on the street playing hockey with the kids, and now he does this. Like, I don't, I'm not going to point fingers at uh, other uh, superstars in the near area, but. I would say, Brady <laughs> okay, uh, Austin Matthews, maybe not as uh, as kind towards fans, but Brady Kachuk, he shows yet again why he's got the C on his chest, not just a guy and a tough guy on the ice, but a good guy and uh, a caring guy off the ice as well. So you, you love to see that from a young captain.
2: Yeah, we always like to end these off too, Matt, asking what you think, if you were in DJ Smith's shoes, what would be your, your first move? So that, that's my final question for you. Is, DJ Smith the, or Dorian? Oh, you know what? We're, we're so close to the end of the season that how much is a coaching change going to do? Yeah, yeah, you're Matt Dorian right now.
0: <laughs> <sighs> you know, with the ad, with the addition of Joseph, I really like that. I'm still trying to decide whether he's a better suited second, even third line guy. He's playing really well right now so i still like the idea of going after that top six winger just to solidify that if it ends up being a fiala or it ends up being whoever at this point um going after the Zarus of the world or whatever you know we're all dreaming here but um <laughs> it's it sounds like from a lot of what i'm hearing too just friends and people that i know the, the fiala train seems to be a lot more uh, a lot closer than what you know to, to reality i think there's a, a real push there for them to do that um so we'll see um i, I would say the the top six seems to be the the, the place that i would look at the most just because we got okay. sanderson coming and he's going to be there i yeah. think our D we're pretty we're we got some young guys coming and they're pretty impressive i i would just focus on that top six and, and not have to bring so many young guys up from belville next year
2: yeah, great, great point. Love that. And and if you want more takes like that, you can go follow him on Twitter at TrueFanNet. Truly a fantastic follow. Love the edits that you throw out as well. It's awesome stuff. And keep up the great work, Matt. I'm super glad that your family got to experience what they did tonight. It just shows how tight knit this team and community can be all together. So uh, thanks for sharing your story with me. We obviously uh, are really happy for Mira as well. What a, what a moment! Uh, one that she'll truly remember forever. And Uh, keep up the great work and uh, and yeah we really appreciate you jumping on with us
0: yeah no problem guys anytime
2: stick taps to matt for joining us what a fantastic conversation with him and congratulations to his daughter clearly the star of her class after that project i'd say
1: yeah, no kidding. And just, that's the thing. Like, Brady, he's a community guy. This is He just uh, was playing hockey with the kids. And he just w- goes out of his way to make sure the kids feel special. And uh, that's why we love him as a captain. And, Ross, uh, if you want to go out of your way to win a couple extra shekels, a place you can go is betonline.net, where the game starts. It's the trusted online sportsbook of the Locked On senators podcast and we expect you to check it out as well if you go to betonline.net you can check out all the latest odds totals player performance props to where the next fired coach is gonna land betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs that's where ross goes that's where i go and that's where you should go because it's the best spot for sports scores podcasts and news this season head to the website today you can bet on anything, scoring, over, under, whatever you want. Money line, puck line, get it all. Head to the website. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts.
2: All right, Pilsy. So it's a busy, busy weekend in Sensland. Not only do the Ottawa Senators play the Rangers and the Winnipeg Jets in Ottawa, unfortunately, I would have loved round two after what i got to witness in the third period last time around but you know what we get a double dose of belleville senators action and we we didn't mention earlier that it was a star studded suite for the injured players including a couple players who aren't injured and neither of which have made their senators organizational debut or no that's a lie Ridley Gregg did play regular season games for Belville last year. I was going to say. eh. Damn it. There goes that segue. Well, Ridley Gregg was there. (laughs) Man, I feel shame. I'm sitting out for the next two minutes.
1: Tell you. All right. Well, hey, it was it was cool to see a row of guys that have all been on the show. Ross is putting himself in timeout here. They've all been on the show. Uh, we've had a chance to talk to them. It was even funny. Sean Donovan was on uh, Making Sense of the Sends, our earlier rendition of the show. So first
2: ever guest,
1: first ever guest, absolutely. And we hope those guys get back in action. It was surprising to see Ridley Gregg there, but hey, if he's injured and he's not able to play, anyways. Why not get him acclimated to the CTC? Why not have him being around teammates just like Sanderson is doing? So Old Friends. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's a blast for Ridley Greg to get to experience the atmosphere. And oh man, we hope uh, Timmy's back soon. We we hope we can just get all these guys back because there's a lot of talent sitting up in that box.
2: Yeah, you didn't even mention Thomas Shabbat. Like,
1: you yeah, heard it, of him? Yeah.
2: There's <laughs> so much. And not only those guys, but Victor Lodine got his first experience yes. at the CTC. Maybe he was there for a development camp in 2019. Yeah, he would have been before yep. the pandemic hit. It was after that that it did. But he's going to play for Belleville this weekend. What do you expect from him? Who do you think the best line mates would be for him to start with? down there and i guess it's all in flux because we don't know what's going to happen with castle and reinhardt right now they're already on playing back back to back because they played in utica on uh, on wednesday and then thursday they played for ottawa so what what let's say the castle and reinhardt are down in belleville just for argument's sake who does lodine best fit with in your estimation
1: well, I, I would say, Ross, my expectations for Lodine would be similar to Roby Jarventi when he came over, although Lodine's got some more pro experience. So I expect Lots him more. to yeah, I expect him to be able to transition a little bit better. And I wouldn't mind seeing him on a line with uh, Jake Luccini and Hmm, who else do we want there? Well, de- well, it depends. They've got Lodin listed as a center or a left wing. So I wonder where he's going to slot in with Belleville. Do you know where he played mostly in the SHL? I think he plays left wing. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know where they're going to put him. And then when you mix in uh, Reinhardt and Kaslich, maybe being there, maybe not. But They only played if- 11 forwards in their last
2: game, and that was including Reinhardt and Kaslich. So they've True. got a spot for him to, to slip right in. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no kidding. And if you're Troy, man, you're just happy anyone's coming in, let alone a guy that can put up highlight real goals. I want to see him on the power play. I think that's where we'll see him succeed the most because... He's going to have uh, more opportunities to show that offensive flair, a little more ice time, a little more time and space. So I think that's going to be great. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a couple points here up down this stretch.
2: I'm excited for that. And as should all Sens fans, because this stretch run for Belleville is going to be electric. They need to do everything in their power to get into a playoff position. And it's all divisional rivals from here on out, except for one single match. So one out of their last was it 11 games they have left now, or is it still 12?
1: I think 11 now.
2: 11. Yeah. So after tonight, it'll be 10 and after tomorrow it'll be nine math guy. So hu- <laughs> huge points on the line for yes. Belleville, but for Ottawa, it's a couple games against teams who, again, feels like uh we're getting the second and third run-ins with all these teams now, right? As you'd expect late in the year, but feels like not too long ago, the Sens played the Rangers. And at that point, I think it was Panarin had one, he had the difference maker in that game on the power play, and kind of like last night's game where Roman Yosi, you just kind of have to tip your hat to yeah. uh, to an amazing player. Like that's why the Sens need to go out and get that like that extra piece because right now, like they're in games, but then when it comes down to just a game of inches, the talent wins wins out those ones more than fifty percent of the time.
1: That's the thing, and you just need some veteran stability to help guys like Brady, Norris feel like it's not all on on them. Like Timmy, like there needs to be someone else that can say, all right, you guys are the top guys, but once in a while, uh, I can chip in here. So I I really think a guy like Fiala, a guy like uh, Klojiru, that's going to help out massively. What are
2: you expecting to see from the Senators on Saturday night? I guess there's so much up in the air right now with Timmy's status. We don't even know if he's going to travel to New York with the team. It's just a quick one-night trip, but
1: uh, that wouldn't be fun. No, that, that would be uh, very tough on the Sens because the New York Rangers are an absolute wagon. They just beat the Pittsburgh Penguins last night, three-zip uh, Panarin. He scored. He's going to do that. And I think Chris Kreider might be having the quietest 47-goal season ever. 47 47 goals for Chris Kreider. So he's going to be my lookout player, not only because he's scoring at an amazing pace, but he also has a tendency to uh, bump into tendies once in a while. So let's hope he steers clear of, well, it's a back-to-back situation. So... Who knows? I mean, I I think you probably give Forsberg the road matchup uh, at Madison Square Garden and you give the second one to Soge back at home up against the lowly Jets. So that'll be interesting to, to watch. I'm looking out for Chris Kreider.
2: Pretty cool for Mad Sogar to get to experience the Bell Center and Madison Square Garden during this call up, even as a backup, Definitely. like just being in the arena,
1: soaking in the atmosphere. Ricochet you- shot at. Uh, uh, little Caesars Arena, the place yeah. he did play,
2: <laughs> yeah, literally. I mean, Joe Lewis, there's a little more aura about it, you know, yeah. So, fair enough. I mean, you still look up and you still see Iserman's number hanging up, Gordie Howe's number, Nick Lidstrom. There's still a lot to a lot of history in Motown, hockey town, as they'll affectionately call it. But I do think Madison Square Garden and the Bell Center, those are probably the two most prestigious buildings in, in hockey, no.
1: Yeah, I, I would definitely say so, yeah.
2: And then maybe the United Centre in Chicago is probably right up there? And the
1: Canadian Tire Centre? Yeah, I was going to say, you're missing <laughs> uh, missing a big one here. The La Breton Flats Centre. Ooh, the
2: farm, the farmhouse, the farm boy house down at Labreton Flats. No the free far, ads.
1: No, Ross, it's got to be the farm boy barn. Yeah, If you're going farm boy, you're not going house on that. You're going That's barn. That's true.
2: Only a chicken farmer would be able to hit me that. There you go. Hit us with that one. That's, <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, we got a little insider info here coming from Matt, our Sen Central Citizen. We hope you enjoyed that as well. He said that he forgot to mention it during the interview. He just shot me this note right now. Said he's limping worse than I thought. I asked him how his knee was doing. He said, you know, it could be better, and smiled. So I'm you know, I don't know if he will play on Saturday, is what I'm trying to get at.
1: Das ist nicht gut. No, that's what I'll say with that one. Oh boy. No.
2: super frustrating. Uh just all the online like the the comments.
1: Gallagher just needs to hide now. Like he's gotta feel like the biggest ass. But he like,
2: doesn't. That's the thing.
1: How could he not? You have to be embarrassed that you gave that condescending speech saying he fakes injuries and then he he's missing time from an obvious knee on knee. Like one of the one of the most dangerous plays in hockey. Don't, don't get me started on this. Yeah, let's, uh, yeah. let's move on. <laughs> we
0: got
2: a weekend to, to yeah, let go of that I can't one.
1: get down this hole again.
2: I yeah. can't do it. You know what? I'd start Matt Stogart at Madison Square Garden. I've changed my mind. Yeah? Okay.
1: What, what's your reasoning? Because
2: does the does it really matter? Yeah. Why not give, why not right. give them the reasoning. experience?
1: Yeah. Does it really what? matter? No, is the answer. Like, None why, why not give them the
2: great experience? Why not give them the good experience of going in and being like, all right, you played Detroit. They suck. Now you've had, you've got your feet wet. You've got your first game. You've worn the helmet and sunglasses. Now let's give you a real opponent. You've got your you've got your kind of like eased into the NHL. Now go play the Training Rangers. Training wheels are off. Now yeah. go play the Rangers at Madison Square Garden.
1: That's one tough task, that's for sure. And hey, maybe Chris Kreider thinks twice about running into a goalie that's six foot seven yep. and is pretty much a Viking that will just knock you down.
2: Hundred percent. Uh, what are you hoping to see from Belleville this weekend? We'll finish off with that because I feel like that's where the juicier meat is right now in the organization.
1: Yeah, definitely. I I got to see four points here. Like there's no, the margin for error is so thin right now. They cannot afford to give up any points. Even, even I would say like the non-divisional one is important too because I'm sure the other team's, are playing within the division. Like that's AHL hockey. So you can't, like, let's say. For example,
2: Laval's playing Rochester.
1: Perfect, exactly. Laval and Rochester. Like if Rochester doesn't get those points and then the Sens get the points up against Hartford, that's massive. So they need to capitalize here. I'm surprised that I thought the whole point of bringing McNiven in, and if they're going to play Forsberg every game like this, is just have him as kind of like a lame duck backup and then have Sogi and Gus down in Belleville lighting it up and making sure they're getting these wins. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how long they keep Sogard up here for, because for back-to-backs, I guess you want him there. But like like you said, none of this matters. So if McNiven has to start a couple games and they get shelled, who cares?
2: Yeah, fair. I mean, McNiven, credit to him. He got one point at least in his one game with Belleville. Yeah, he
1: hasn't been terrible. I'll, I'll give him that. We've been... Eh hard on him rightfully yeah. so but uh yeah I'd, I'd rather see Sogard and Gus uh, starting in Belleville I'll, I'll say that because Sogard's had his had his game in the NHL he's had the experience time to win some games and make the playoffs
2: I'm gonna say three games for Sogard in the NHL that's what I want to see one this weekend either New York or, or Winnipeg and then one next week and then and then go go down after that yeah see that
1: feels like too much for me you think? Because they're I'm looking got, at the schedule here Yeah, Let's see.
2: Three games. They're at Detroit again on Tuesday. So maybe you just say, hey, go go do an encore performance. Cause I probably don't start them in Boston, and I probably don't start them against the Leafs on
1: Saturday. It's just you like the Ross, the AHL, the games are so tightly together. Like I know. Y- you, need you need both your goalies. goalies. Yeah. You need two goalies. So yeah, very fair. Yeah, I'm I'm going the opposite way on that one. All
2: right. Fair enough. Well, for more, go check us out on Twitter at send You and follow the show locked on dot senators as well on Instagram. And please subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. It goes a long way for the show as well. We've seen a huge bump in number and we yep. can't tell you how much we appreciate that. We're looking forward to paying it back. Having a great day with everyone on April 23rd, when the senators host the Montreal Canadians, just click our link tree. You can find that link tree in the comments here on our YouTube or on our Twitter at Send Central, And it goes directly to the game. You can buy your tickets there. We're going to have a meetup at the Three Brewers in Canada Central yeah. before that as well. So for the, today, we say goodbye. Enjoy the start of your weekend. We'll be back for the postcast following the Rangers and Senators. We're going to be joined by John Chick again. Uh, that went over really awesome. well after we had the host of Locked On Rangers on with us after the last time these two teams met. So we'll do that again. But for today, we say goodbye. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators Podcast. Your team every day.